everyone. Welcome back to Functional Spirituality. Last week, we ran a free workshop about how to be a confident leader. And that has really got me inspired to talk a little bit more about business. So business is one of the most interesting topics for me almost like relationship. It just has a way, it has this kind of holographic way of touching every part of my spiritual practice, my inner workings, my journey, my path, my entire person, as well as my connection to God and the absolute. So it's just such an interesting topic for me. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the free workshop from last week. It was also really inspiring and had a lot of great feedback. I know that having this kind of information articulated back to you in a really clear framework, it's so motivating and so reorganizing. So if you haven't watched the free workshop, definitely send us a message and we can send you the link to that. For me, business has so many interesting aspects to it. So it's got this service dimension, whether that has a spiritual line to it or a personal development line. So being of service, being present, being detached, as well as all of the aspects to do with healing and cultivating that are so important for business. So I love this topic in our trainings. All of our facilitator trainings and teacher trainings have this um, module on, on business and yoga and business together and where they intersect. And also business is very interesting on the level of the greed model that it persists on the hoarding of resources, the idea of rugged individualism, which I first heard in a podcast or conversation between Aubrey Marcus and Simon Sinek, who are um, some modern business guys. And this is just this idea that, you know, every man for himself, everyone trying to push to get ahead, it's, you know, representing the fear and survival complexes that are so deeply entrenched in our society and embedded in our conditioning, the traumatization of business, the disassociation of business, and also how business can turn everything around. For me, business and society and trauma are so inextricably linked that also business in a certain way, performed in a certain way, can also turn everything around. Business is our greatest opportunity. And I'm actually using business and work. So where we're exchanging value and having to show up um, on purpose and on time and in the structures of the world and to participate in society. That's what I'm I'm mostly referring to to here. So that could be interchanged with work, business, leadership, relationship, society. For me, all of these are are very, very close concepts. 
And so, you know, I'm happy to say that business is the cause of our complex trauma on the planet, or society is the cause. I would use those interchangeably. But today I want to start off a bit more casual. We go into depth in those topics in the facilitator trainings, but I wanted to just give you a little menu, ingredients for a successful business, or you could exchange that ingredients for successful work or successful society, successful structures, successful team, and just an opportunity for you to check yourself and and build awareness to where you might be struggling in any of these ingredients, where they might be lacking, because to me, they're all necessities to be successful in these ways that we relate and exchange value with the world and with our communities. So there's four here, four ingredients that I've picked out. And the first one is resilience. So as you can imagine, our capacity to take on challenge and our capacity to be presented with our edges and to be presented with a workload, that is our resilience. And our resilience needs to outweigh the amount of challenge present. So when we're starting a business or when we're running a business or we're trying to, you know, push the the cogs of these wheels of this new system that we're trying to create through our own business in the system of our own lives, but in the system of the greater world and network of businesses, there is a lot of challenge So actually, we need very high resilience. And a lot of people get quite far initially in business because they actually have very high disassociation. So they're not feeling the edges is why they're able to kind of push past the edges and move beyond them. And I'm definitely in that category. I was able to you know, really build up so many successful pieces inside my business by having my numbness to the edges outweigh the amount of challenge. But being someone who is, you know, obsessed with being aware and obsessed with wholeness, and that could only last for so long before that, that dysfunctional dynamic needed to break down. The first one is nice and simple. We need resilience. We need to have our nervous system not only healed, but the capacity of it to increase. And that's all of our healing work. There's so much to be said there. There's so much that has been said on this podcast about healing and recognizing the fears that we do have, accepting that fear is hardwired into our system. So expanding the positive aspects as well as healing any unnecessary dysregulation that may come from those fears that are hardwired in us. The second ingredient is attunement. So also spoke about this in that Confident Leader workshop, being aligned, being attuned, being intuitive, reflective, instinctual, connected to your yes, connected to your nervous system. 
so that you're working with whatever capacity you have in any moment to guide yourself successfully to the, through the challenges, through the opportunities, through the relationships. So through, you, you need a compass for navigating the circumstances. And you're navigating the circumstances. You're navigating also yourself to greater capacity. You're navigating greater cultivation of skills. So having a compass that is guiding you and helping you to navigate. It's not just navigating you away from edges and continuously in a buffer cloud of comfort. There's a greater awareness, a greater space that's being held by this compass. You want a really expansive compass that really gets life and trusts life and is here for it all. So you're, we're not just trying to find alignment with these static boundaries that are not allowing us to fully navigate the fullness and, and see the fullness that's here. So we need resilience. We need attunement. We, of course, need relational skills. We need to, for business, for work, we need to be able to network. We need to be able to form systems and relational skills are integral for forming systems. We want to form functional and supportive systems. We don't just want to make boundaries and rules. So having that relationality where we are so inclined to and we're cultivating supportive collaborations with everyone you work with, everyone you come across with. And that relational skill, it's coming from, it's embedded in a secure nervous system as a base. So all of these three ingredients, we're really talking about cultivating an expansive, an attuned, a relating, alive nervous system, a secure nervous system. And this is ingredients for a successful business. Like I said, we interchange that with a successful society. We interchange that with a healing paradigm that's going to support our planet. So they're all so connected. The next one is mindset work. So in business, it's so important to have optimism, to be expansive. Business is really a, such a cultivation path. It's opportunity-based. It's looking for creative solutions and creative opportunities. And it's having a clear hold over and a, a clear understanding and awareness and control over the negativity bias and over the complex stress that we all hold inside of ourselves. So in order to do business, we're also very aware of the complex stress and the healing processes that are needed to be healthy and happy in general but they play a necessary part in 
when we're trying to create a business and form structures and form collaborations. So we need mindset work. We need to be optimistic. We need to be positive and supportive to ourselves because of all of the stress that lives in our system that infiltrates into our mindset and it it may have a really strong hold in your mindset for a lot of people business is completely off the cards because the mindset is so negative it's so biased in doubt worry and lack of self-worth so we need to continuously be working on the mindset as well and then the last one is in a different category all of its own. We need opportunities and resources. There, to have success, we need these circumstantial pieces. We need luck. We need what many people call privilege and denounce as privilege. We need a skill set. For a successful business, there needs to be a clear talent, a clear skill in the work that we do. That kind of passion and purpose needs to be there. Money is an opportunity and a resource. There are so many kinds of opportunity and resource. It could be through relationships. There needs to be some spark for growth a spark of success, a spark of opportunity that is the kind of orientation of whatever business that you take. What is helping you succeed in your market? Some We need some opportunities that, again, supersede the obstacles in your market. You need enough money to launch your product. You need enough money to launch your systems and the business. There is always going to be a price of entry into the market. And that price of entry could be your talent. It could be your network and your relationships. It could be money. It could be intelligence. It could be charisma or attractiveness. So there needs to be something here, some extra spark, some ingredient. This is, this is a necessary ingredient for business. It, it's about resources, an exchange of value, an exchange of resources. So, you know, this idea that just hard work will pay off is misguided for sure. There's many ingredients. It's not just hard work. There's privilege and circumstance and different forms of setup that help us. And this is this is the point of a society is that we're supposed to be helping each other. That privilege and support system should be coming from our society, supporting each individual, not saying, hey, every individual support yourself. And, you know, if you try hard enough, if you stress hard enough, if you burn yourself out enough, you will get there is such a faulty framework. Actually, there needs to be a the support needs to be coming from the community, not just from the individual grit. So I actually think I messed up the number of ingredients. I think attunement and resilience really go together that's our first ingredient 
Then we've got our relational skills. So we need to know how to communicate. We need to invest our time in learning how to be a supportive collaborator, which, you know, all of these pieces tie into each other. It means that you can't be holding resentment for people and for business and for the world and for yourself. You need to be coming from that secure nervous system as a base. So the relational skills. The third was the mindset work. So using our affirmations, using journaling, cultivating cultivating optimism, creativity, and having an opportunity mindset rather than the negativity bias. That is such important work. All three of these so f- yeah, all three of these so far are such important work. If you're not doing any of them, it's going to be really hard to succeed and you're going to be undone by the missing ingredients. And then the final one is there needs to be an opportunity and, and resource there. Skill set, intelligence, money, attractiveness, relationships, something that's going to help you to supersede the obstacles in your market. And if you don't feel like you have all these four ingredients absolutely nailed, I wouldn't feel confident to go into business. I would feel like I need to either work on these elements or I need to, instead of starting a business, collaborate with a business. Collaborate with a business that is going to offer you every single thing that you hoped for if you were going to start one yourself. So, so many people just have this, there's this pushing and this idea. It's such a unhealthy conditioning that everyone wants to go and start their own business and then they'll be free and then they'll be millionaires and then they'll be happy. So instead, get really clear about what your dream work life looks like and then be creative to how you how you get there. You could work in a corporation, you know, in big business. You could work in small business. You could run your own small business. If you are trying to run your own small business, I would highly not highly recommend not to do it without these four ingredients, you know, having them well stocked in your pantry. But you might collaborate with a small business. You might take time to cultivate the ingredients before you start one. So there are many things to consider when starting a business. It can be really difficult to know where to start. That's why I've collected these four ingredients for you. What I wish I knew when I had started um, and wish that I had put all my time, most of my time rather, 90% of my time cultivating these four pieces alongside my work in running my business. I would have had a much smoother ride and my healing journey would be a lot further along than it is now because I'm still well and truly in my healing journey. I'm, you know, in a positive spiral. I'm in an upward spiral, which is amazing but I'm still definitely in a healing journey. There's so much inside me from the past seven years of running business, but also still healing the 
more hardwired dysregulation coming from these kind of deeper fears that were never comforted in the past. So definitely still on my healing journey. Definitely recommend to maybe go back through this episode and take some notes on those four ingredients for business and see if that motivates you to take any action in the coming weeks. What what do you take from this? What's one step that you can do? I would love to hear if there is one step that you can do. We always post about the episode inside the Facebook group. So that's my favorite way of hearing your feedback and your the journeys that you're going through with the episode. I get so many personal messages all the time. Happy to receive personal messages for sure. But it's so nice to share it in the community so other people can read. And even though it seems like you're sharing it to, you know, no one's listening or no one cares People love to hear what other people think about things that they're thinking about. (laughs) So thanks so much for listening to this episode today. And yeah, like I said, this is a huge topic for me. There is a, a new training actually that you may have already seen, the Therapeutic Embodiment Facilitator Training. And that is really really special to me and close to my heart as a training. I'm very inspired by this work of basically cultivating these four ingredients. But also, what's been so significant for me is to have a really clear framework for healing. And that is what the therapeutic embodiment practice is. It's basically the entire first part of the functional spirituality method, which is healing and deconditioning. So the entire first part of our spiritual practice is summarized in the therapeutic embodiment technique. So in this training, we will teach you the technique, how to perform therapeutic embodiment, how to facilitate that as a practice, but also integrated with any other practices that you're holding, whether you're a therapist or running coaching sessions, or you're a yoga teacher, or you're running retreats, to have a modality that is so simple and so consistent in the results and the space and the safety and the healing that it can hold is just so amazing as a facilitator. And then also to have the framework, so how attunement and nervous system regulation is is how attunement can heal our nervous systems and can heal complex trauma and how we do that for ourselves and how we do that for others. And then we're going to go on a personal journey of doing that for ourselves, dropping into a whole deeper layer of healing and holding that space for others. So getting way better at holding space for ourselves, getting way better at holding space for others, way better at accepting life. It is so hard to accept life when there's a challenge. But this training is completely about holding that safe space, that safe space of acceptance and not just, you know, jumping into modalities to try to fix things, 
but holding that safe space and watching the transformation and healing unravel in us and in the people around us and in our clients. So if you are interested in that training, definitely reach out. If you've studied with me before, you're probably eligible for a discount. I'm really inspired by this training and this work. I feel like it's the missing piece for so many of us, for so many healers. It's definitely been the missing piece for me. So this is like the fifth bonus ingredient for a successful business is holding a super safe space, having a healing framework, and yeah, going on this really deep personal healing journey. So I hope to see you on it, and I hope to hear from you very soon. Thank you for listening, and wishing you a great week. Chat with you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.